Welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast. I am Zen, and this is a podcast about all things travel, be it food, what to pack for your next trip, or your next exotic... Ah, I can't speak this morning. Not enough coffee. Or your next exotic destination. (laughs) Or maybe both. (laughs) (laughs) Back again with us is Emily. Hi. It's me. And back, hey, it's you. <laughs> we needed echo. <laughs> um, and back from her thirty-six-hour road trip, Lee. Yikes! Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, yes, hello, 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 and how grateful I am that I don't live in a place that's one hundred and seven. <gasps> oh, oh my no. god! We're gonna have to talk about that another oh, for time. Sure. And then, and we had to see, uh, you had to send the pictures to Emily, some of the best pictures ever, by the way. Oh, yeah. Props to the folks in Gila Bend, uh, Arizona. That place is a trip. I've <laughs> never even heard of that. I have never heard of it either. <laughs> so, sounds amazing. So, as you guys know, we recently did a tip show in a form of questions where we gave out random uh, travel tips and information on how to make your travels easier. It was based off a list called 100 Things to Ask a Traveler on the Career Break site. So we had so much fun doing it, and but we only can get through about 20 or so questions. So we're back to whittle as many as we can away today um, as possible. So... You guys um, are ready? I got the questions. Um, The first one is, what have you brought with you on your travels and haven't used? Too many darn things. (laughs) Usually it's (laughs) too many, half of what I pack. Um, I probably say, for me, it's usually like at least one pair of shoes that I swear I'm going to wear that I never do. Hmm. For me, probably shoes as well, or just like clothes. I either, uh, not either, I definitely just overpack. There's no either or. Um, I just bring more clothes than I need. I'm getting better at it though. Like it used to be that I, like Yuli, it would be like half my suitcase would be unused, but now I'm getting to like maybe like five like tops or bottoms weren't used or like a handful so i'm getting better at it but yeah hey could you ladies take the next couple of questions I, i'll be right back there's someone at my front door oh absolutely okay, <laughs> okay give me one second okay so emily what has been the most useful item you've brought my phone oh true. gets me everywhere <laughs> oh yeah because it's such a great pacifier too when i'm bored or pissy or <laughs> Yeah, right. phone. Though I, I'm, I'm gonna think. I'm trying to think of something else because phone is that is such a good answer. I would say I'm gonna say like useful, useful. Gosh, I'm gonna say my journal, but Ooh. useful not on the trip, but when looking back, like in order to settle disputes. <laughs> so, okay, for sure. If, if on the few times I'm traveling with someone, like no, we went here, no, we went there. Oh go yeah, back to my journal, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh wait, no, we didn't. Yeah, so um, so that's what I would say. Maybe my journal, like, so it helps me kind of assess, like, maybe what I've recently saw, and then yeah, and then revisit it later. I like it. Sorry, my roofers came at the last second, so 
Um, I didn't what? know roofers. Oh, roofers. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm like, I thought you said rivers. And I'm like, Zen, you got bigger issues. <laughs> you got a river coming. So the first thing I was going to say is, uh, the first one was, you know what? I always bring a little sewing kit and I've never had to use it. It was uh, one of those little ones that you stole, yep, steal yep. from a hotel. Mm-hmm. But I'm afraid if I don't take it, that's, that's one gonna be the one. Gonna rip. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you'll have to su- give someone sutures, you know? Yeah. And get, Damn it! Oh, exactly. You could have sutured your wound! <laughs> <laughs> and what's the most useful item I'm assuming you guys went into? Yes. Mm-hmm. I said phone. Lee agrees, yeah. but also added journal. Her journal. Yeah, I, I would say it's it's um definitely the phone. But like I like my packing cubes. Oh yeah. I've talked okay. about those before. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like I hate unpacking and it just makes it easier to keep all my clothes in order, take it out of the suitcase, throw it into the um, drawers, and then also keeps my clothes cleaner because I don't know whose clothes have been in the drawers. Mm. So are we on question number three? Yeah. So what's the best place of travel? What's the best place, best piece of travel advice you guys have ever received? (gasps) Whenever given the chance Always use the restroom, even if you don't think you have to go. <laughs> Always. I like it. Very oh my practical. God. <laughs> it was the best piece of advice I've ever heard. I heard it from a, a physician's assistant on semester when I was on semester at C. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh my God. You know what? Leah, you've made me remember, but I one time is like um is very a different version of this, but is sleep when you can and eat when you can. Mm-hmm. And it was because um, I was traveling and opening up franchises. And um, it's like, even if you're not hungry, the airline puts food in front of you. It's like, just eat it because you don't know when the next meal, when your next meal is going to come about. That's very true. Yes. <laughs> and depending, jumping from time zone to time zone, mm-hmm. um, you don't know you know, sometimes you don't know when you're going to get your next nap or sleep or whatever. So like, if you got like 20 minutes to take a nap, mm-hmm. take a nap and I can sleep in trains, planes, and automobiles. Oh yeah. Same. So best, best piece of advice mm-hmm. I've ever got. Okay. I agree with both of your pieces of advice. Um, I would follow up with, I don't know if it's the best piece, but it's definitely, definitely useful when I'm overpacking is wearing your bulkiest or heaviest stuff on the flight versus packing it agree especially like it, when i'm going back east like that's when i'm oh, gonna yeah. wear like my boots mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. though i don't may not wear a jacket only because you know difference but yeah that uh, that's when i wear you wear the jeans that it's so true okay so now we went through the best advice what's the worst advice you've ever received mm. Gosh, I'm trying to. Th- it would have to be some recommendation that it would. You know, people said I would I love it, and it was lackluster. Yeah, it's. I was going to say either a place, usually not a place though, or food. I feel like people have such different tastes in food, kind of mm-hmm. that. Oh, actually, I can think of a specific example. My best friend and I went to 
Portland, Oregon a couple years back. And it was our last night there. And we didn't know what to have for dinner, like to celebrate, you know, last last full dinner here, what should we eat? So we asked mm-hmm. on our Instagrams actually and had our friends recommend things to us. And many, several people recommended this um, fried, like Southern fried food place. I can't remember what it's called. And they were like, you're going to love it. It's the best food ever. And we went there. It was like an hour long wait, but we're like, man, like at least five people recommended this to us. So let's just stick it out. We'll wait. So we finally got seated, got our food. And it was just like, meh. Mm. So yeah, I'm going to go with you on just recommendations randomly. Yeah. I don't know what my worst piece of travel advice was. I think book early. Sometimes booking too early can be bad. True. Quite true. Sometimes I'm like, you don't want to book at the last second, but you don't want to book years ahead because you don't know what's going to come up. And just to get the extra savings doesn't, it doesn't necessarily make sense if you had to cancel. So, Mm -hmm. all right. Agreed. Would you rather be rich and rich and ugly or poor and pretty? What does this have to do with travel? (laughs) I don't know, but I tell you what, um, I'm ugly and poor, so I'd like to see who I'd be like to be rich and pretty. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know how this goes with travel, but I mean, it's definitely an interesting thing. You know, I'm going to go with, you know, rich and ugly. I mean, because I've seen some pretty, I've seen some extremely rich unattractive people and you can just do more you and you can buy pretty if you're rich (laughs) my thought to precisely if you're rich you can buy anything and make yourself pretty (laughs) because if you're poor and beautiful you're still gonna age and so yeah i mean and then if you're poor and beautiful but you're gonna lose your beauty as you get older you know i'd rather be rich yeah, because I could be rich and attractive mm-hmm. because of the money. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go with the rich and uh, rich and ugly too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, how do your relatives feel about your tripping or like your your travel lust? I I think my family has come to terms that I'm just gonna like, especially when I think it was. I think it was when I went to Panama or maybe Cuba. Like, they're just like, you're nuts. And now they, they know it's absolutely futile to say, like, don't even bother. She's going to go where she's going to go and do what she's going to do. Um, Emily, you got I, yours from your mom. She goes, eh. Yeah. I mean, they support it. Uh, that's about it. Just tell me to be safe. But <laughs> other than that, my most of my family, I'd say, is also pretty travel travel uh i don't know what the word is but they like to travel too (laughs) like a lot of them have traveled internationally from a young a younger age as well Mm. um it's funny on my wife's side of the family and they're chilean they have a description for my wife and i and now my kid and they go um pies de uh pies de la perro De la Pero. And Something with the dog? The feet of the dog. Feet of the dog. Okay, I'm like... <laughs> I see, and, I see, I get it. 
Yeah. So the thing is that, you know, and they, they always said they're the, the feet of the dog. <laughs> and it's because we're always just kind of meandering about. Even like oh. when we're not, not on a trip, we're always like, even when we're here locally at home, it's just like, where are they? Oh, they're at the beach. Where are they? They're at Disneyland. Where are they? They're at the mall. They're, we're just outside of COVID. We're never home. Mm-hmm. You know, we always just like to go out and go places and see places so they call it the feet of the dog because you know we're just all you know what did what do dogs do they meander mm-hmm. so they just kind of they, they'd say that amusingly it's just like yeah they're they're just that, that's them they're just always wandering around mm, i like it <laughs> so um what's the longest you have ever been away from home um i would say almost 100 days Whoa. But but that was semester at sea, so. Right. Um, probably three weeks for me. Um, I left my parents' house at 17 and never went back. Uh, true. <laughs> oh, actually, I changed my Is answer. that because they moved? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to find them. They just, <laughs> I can't find them. <laughs> I'm like, that may not have anything to do with travel zen. That could be you. <laughs> Uh, I have to change my answer from three weeks to six weeks. About mm, I forgot what was that, that trip. I, uh, the six week trip that I forgot about because um, I just it was so memorable. Yeah, well, it was. I actually lived in New York for like half a summer with my brother because he lived in New York. But mm. not that it wasn't memorable, but it wasn't like a vacation for me. It was like. I was there like studying for my SAT and just like in the city kind of thing versus mm-hmm. my three week vacation was like a real vacation. Like every day was an adventure kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why I forgot. I, I did live in New York for half the summer. <laughs> well, and I would say if we, if we took semester at sea out, cause that was an anomaly when I was uh, 15, I spent a summer with my aunt and cousins in New Mexico, the ones I just returned from oh, visiting. Nice. Uh so, and that was a trip because, I mean, this is back in the early 80s, um, no cell phones. And I, I mean, my parents basically brought me down to Boston, Logan, put me on a plane. Um, I had to change planes in Dallas, Fort Worth by myself. I mean, I'd never been on a plane by myself. I think I'd been on a plane once in my entire life and that was with my family. And so it was just like that level of trust Like, okay, yeah, she's going to make, and you know, I changed planes in Dallas, Fort Worth, land in El Paso, managed to find my aunt and draw, you know, and stuff like that. And my parents didn't know I made it until we got home to her house. Probably. I mean, I must've been gone for a good, at least 10 hours. And it's like, well, you know, we got three other kids. So, you know, (laughs) we lost out on that one. We got some spares. So (laughs) there was a practicality to it. I would say... I've taken regular, I've done quite a few three week trips. I've also done a f- one month trip when I was younger, of course. And then there was this one time where I had to get out of a city because I had some toxic friends and I s- had an apartment in one city, but lived on the floor of someone else's I guess, couch surfed um, for six months at someone else's place in um pittsburgh pennsylvania so six months i i just had a lot of toxic friends i had to get away from oh my gosh yeah um 
and uh, so I just like, okay, um, I'm going to keep my apartment. I'm eventually going to come back, but I do not want anyone to be able to find me because I don't want to be around these people. And so I moved to not moved. I actually went to Pittsburgh, lived on the floor and even got a job for six months in Pittsburgh. <laughs> wow. Even though I, my, I was paying for an apartment somewhere else and like paying for some floor, um, in Pittsburgh. And then eventually I moved back to Columbus, Ohio. And that's a three or four hour drive. I, it's just because I was lucky. I had a friend in Pittsburgh. That's another story. <laughs> friends in Pittsburgh. One should always have friends in Pittsburgh. Yes. Oh that's story. yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh is nice now. So uh, what's your dream job? Being on a travel podcast with Zen and Emily. Yeah. I, mean, I was going to say, we're dream. doing it. Exactly. Living the dream. Living, living the dream. dream. <laughs> we're not exactly making a living doing this, but this is part of it. So um, where would you like to most most like to live in the world? Oh, let's go back to that other one. I'm curious. Like, I mean, what would, what would you want to be doing? Oh, back to the dream job? Yeah. Oh, man. I would love to get paid to travel so i mean we're like part of the way there we we get paid to podcast sometimes <laughs> about <Yeah>. travel <laughs> um but yeah just like traveling and, and enjoying life living the life but also like i i get to be paid and get money for it or mm-hmm. honestly yeah doing something that I enjoy, which is traveling and just getting paid for it. Agreed. I, yeah. I mean, I have so many hobbies that, I mean, like, I like, I'm a, sh- I'm terrible at this, but I like driving cars fast and I collect <laughs> pens. And I mean, I guess I wish I could make a living just based off of my hobbies oh yeah oh hey know? if i could get paid for just like watching netflix or something that would yeah. be great <laughs> yeah. I've, like, yeah. I've talked about this with my friends and i was like if you know if i how i can get paid just watching netflix please let me know you know what actually the closest thing would be essentially if i could figure out how to become a vlogger mm. because i i tell you what like i i i've been recently patching holes on drywall Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and the thing is, for some people, that's just, interesting. In your own home or in other, like, are you, you just go going around. in other people? Like, yeah, you're just like walking into a place and stacking <laughs> oh, some stuff. And- in, in my own home, like when I was young, oh, I used good. to do that's construction. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and so the thing is, like, I'm having a ton of fun. Like, you know, I had an electrician come and add some sockets and he had, had to leave some holes because, well, I don't do holes. I have a... Um, I have a drywaller who does this. You want you can use him. I'm like, hell no, I'm gonna do the drywall by myself. Yeah. I'm not worried about I'm worried about electrocuting myself, but drywall is easy and fun. So, like, you know, document that, show people how to do drywall, you know, and then the next week's like show them how to repair a fountain pen. And then the next week, you know, oh, I like it. Sh- sh- you know, just mm-hmm. like yes. just show just show people weird hobbies. That's it. So I like that too, but like Mm -hmm. minus the effort that you have to do to like edit or just film yourself. (laughs) I want someone to follow me around and do all the work and I just live my life. (laughs) Exactly. Because you know what? I do all this 
all the time, but it's just like filming and editing is the pain in the mm-hmm. butt part. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's another one of the, those questions. Who would win a fight, a panda with a dart gun or a kangaroo with nunchucks? Oh, the kangaroo with nunchucks. Yeah. <laughs> kangaroo with nunchucks for sure. I don't think the panda would be able to sight the kangaroo because they're too fast. I was, Or like the panda doesn't even know what's going on. He wouldn't even know how to pick up a dart gun. You give it to him, he will drop it, and then he would look yeah. for it, and, and then the kangaroo would be there already. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. yeah. yeah. That's yeah. such a no-brainer. <laughs> <laughs> how many countries have you visited? Ooh. Uh, math. Um, I think at least 20 is all I can. I mean, I th- at least 20? More? I, I would definitely around 20, I would say. I, I would feel safe saying 20. Okay. Yeah, I will I, go with less than 20. Really? Maybe I would 15, thought you would have done more. Between 15 and 20. I don't know. I'm just being safe. <laughs> um, using you guys as a baseline, I feel like. I feel like you've been. I've been only about 25 states, though. Oh, I've been to a crap ton of states. Yeah. So. What's your favorite travel childhood memory? Oh my gosh. Oh, this man. is so so we didn't have a lot of money growing up and what my father my parents would do is they would take a week off in the summer, usually probably the hottest week in New England. And my dad would switch vehicles with a guy at work who had a van, this guy Leroy who had a van. Um, and they would load up all, you know, all four of us kids, sometimes a couple of the neighbor kids, cause they hung out at our house. Um, and you know, <laughs> once you got four, you know, what's a few more. Um, and we would do a bunch of day trips, um, and sometimes an occasional overnight and staying in a motel. But a lot of times it was, you know, we'd go to like Sherburne village or different things, Fort Tyke. Oh my gosh. We did one road trip to Fort Ticonderoga. You don't want to take four kids under the age of 15 and bring them to like a fort because it's just like. There's just a bunch of crap here. Um, but it was just, it was wonderful because we just do these trips and my dad would cuss about the traffic and resin, 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 and don't make me pull this van over you kids. And it was, it was awesome. You know, and like waving to, you know, track cars going by and trying to get truckers to honk. And I mean, this is before, I mean, you know, Zen, you'll remember this. I mean, when you were in the car and there was nothing to do except irritate your siblings. Um, which I still we had do to that. assign. Yeah, <laughs> down to assignments. I mean, um, you, you had the choice of books or look mm-hmm. out the window or annoy your sister or brother, yeah. whatever you had. But but that some of the the character I built, I mean, just looking at all those fields and nature and roads and mm-hmm. and the heat of the car because it didn't have air conditioning and mm-hmm. there's like the road smells and such. I mean, yeah, they're really embedded in my head too. Oh yeah. I'm reading the signs. And I mean, it was just, you know, and I remember sometimes we would get, you know, ask questions or play I spy or something like that. Like that just, I mean, I've done some amazing trips, but I think it's that those, those modest day trips that really like laid the foundation for my travel later. I would say for me is when I was, I can't exactly tell. Like somewhere between four and six, um, my parents took me to Taipei, Taiwan when I was a kid. And just remembering being in Taipei during the summer. And this is when Taipei looked like an 
really, really, really old city. It's not the modern city it was. It is today, and like all the buildings were stone. And sitting on the bench, um, seeing people do essentially tai chi in the parks, mm. um, just the heat, the humidity, but also the sound of uh, cicadas. Mm-hmm. Cicadas. Just, yeah. So loud. Yeah, just, <laughs> you know, just the roar of the cicadas and a little bit of traffic and um, the smells of a city, mm-hmm. you know, an old city. Um, that's one of my favorite childhood memories. And you can't get back because there's no old, old Chinese. Well, I guess maybe in China there's old Chinese cities like that. But but that's mine. How about mm-hmm. you, Emily? Man, um, I don't know what man i know for sure there's this one memory uh which is so funny because my parents used to take pictures and videotape like every trip so it's funny when i remember things that were not captured on film or whatever and there's this one time this one specifically was captured on film but i'll tell you why it's because we were in the caribbean we were taking a caribbean cruise i was about three or four i'd say and we were on one of the islands you know docked and we were walking around And I don't know if we were on a tour or if we were just like walking around the island, but we walked past this empty tram kind of thing, Uh, like a tram that would take a tour group around or like something, but it was empty. There was no driver, no passengers, anything like that. And I just, I remember I climbed up and I sat on the seat and I demanded that my mom take a picture of me. (laughs) nowhere and then my mom was like Emily we have to go like this isn't even our you know this is not ours (laughs) we need to go and I would not move and I started crying my eyes out like begging her to take a picture of me and so she finally took a picture of me and that picture is in our album and I have like tears streaming down my face (laughs) because I was I just wanted her to take a picture (laughs) and it has like no it was there was no relation from our trip to this actual tram thing um but it was just i remember that so like i felt so strongly that i needed a picture here at this moment right now um so that's one memory that i just think is it's a funny memory not necessarily my favorite but i would say just in general favorite traveling memory although i've been to amazing places with just um my immediate family my favorite is when we would do family reunions um, because my with my mom's side of the family, they're all in America, which is how we're able to do that. Um, but we're also spread out across the United States. Um, so whenever we get together for a family reunion, it's really special. Um, and I used to be the youngest. I'm no longer the youngest. I'm like the middle cousin. But when I was the youngest, I was the baby of the family. And I just loved mm. being the baby of the family mm. um, and just having all my cousins and uncles and aunts like adore me i mean they still do i i hope but i mean yeah. it, it, it's, uh, it was just so fun because we won't we don't really see our cousins for uh, like months or years at a time so seeing them all in one place is just really great and i love that and i love when we're able to do that even today because our family has grown so much um but yeah, I just love I love seeing family. Agreed. Cool. Yeah. Okay. How'd you guys document your trips? 
You know, my mom gave me a brilliant suggestion when I did semester. I send myself postcards. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, I, if yeah, I'm not yeah. journaling, I send myself postcards. And so I always have some interest. I have pictures of where I've been. I have like quick thoughts. So that's my favorite way. I like it. Um, I document photos, videos. It used to be like a film, like a video camera and like a the camera that you would have to like get developed at Costco. But when I was younger, but now it's just my phone. <laughs> I just take pictures and videos on my phone. I take buttloads of video. So um, my wife takes all the photographs, but I do video. I actually have like GoPros that I'll actually mm. attach to my backpack. Mm-hmm. And I'll just like, if I'm walking up to something that I know that's interesting, or in a museum, I'll actually turn on the GoPro on my it's like on my um shoulder on the um strap and i'll just leave it on and i'll figure out what to use later on Mm. um and and after the trip i'll make a quick like i give make a video of my trip and each day i'm allowed to have exactly one minute of video time so that's the rule it's like you, you cannot go over one minute a day so like if it's a five day trip i can have five minutes um so as not I to like it. keep it interesting yeah so, yeah and here's an ex- interesting tri- we're talking about tips if you're doing um if you have an apple phone and you take the live photos uh you know what the live photos mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. you can take there's like little heic um files Mm-hmm. You can take those files, um, put them into the program, and break apart the photo from the video. Ooh, and there's like, what? so there's like a five to ten, ten second video attached in those HEICs. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you don't want to make a movie or take video, take all your HEIC photographs. Break them apart, take all the little video segments, and then it makes the very, very best movie you'll ever see. Mm. Because if you're taking a picture of something, it's worth to have that 10-second video round of picture of the Mona Lisa or whatever, what might have you. Um, you. You take a picture of the Sistine Chapel from the outside. You got a you got a fifteen second video attached to that, and then you just clip them all together. And mm-hmm. everyone takes lots of photos. You may not turn on your video camera, but if you have a hundred photos, you have quite a few, you know, a lot of time of videos. So that's very cool. Um, you know what? Let's close this up at at fifteen questions today. Um, so the sea on it or on dry land. I don't care. I'll I'll do either. I like boats and I like dry land. Same. But same. But you know, it's been ages since I've been on the sea. So if I can't, like right now, I'd I'd take that. But I don't want to do a cruise. Yeah, I'm going to say dry land. Never mind. I'll take dry land because <laughs> being in the sea land. makes me think yeah. of cruise, and I'd I'd have no desire to do another cruise. I like cruises, but at the same time, there's only so much you can do. So, um, what's the Number 15, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen? Oh, a naked jogger in Santa Barbara. <laughs> he literally started talking to me. And he's like, oh. he asked me if I was standing at the bil- staying at the Biltmore. Like, jogged up to me, completely naked. He was wearing shoes, though, I will say that. Um, and he asked me if I was staying at the Biltmore. And I said no. 
And then I said, can I ask you a question? And he said, yes. And I said, why are you wearing no clothes? He's like, the weather like this, why would you spoil it? And okay. I was going to then ask if he had his, like, how, well, where do you put your stuff? And then he just jogged off. And he's like, have a great day and jogged off. Where do you put your car keys? Exactly. <laughs> or your room key if you're staying at the Biltmore. Like, do, like maybe the, you know, hotel key was in his shoe. And, but I was trying to be a good Catholic girl and keep my eyes so. above the waist. But man. <laughs> I hope so. so okay. God, <laughs> I would say um, I was in Taiwan and they killed snakes live and oh, drank the blood. Yeah. Snake, oh, snake, snake alley. wine, yes. Yeah, I, nah, I, I would say that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a weird thing. I could tell you what I suppose, again, same Caribbean trip. Apparently I saw this. I don't remember it. Um, but there was a man who we think was like high on something and he just started jumping into a pile of glass. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, you would, my mom keep, descri- has described this to me countless times because all of us were watching it, but I don't remember that at all. But you would think I would remember that. That's such a graphic image. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Wow. Oh, with that. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well. All right. (laughs) We made it through 15. We did. And we ended on an odd note. So I'm sorry for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But thank you for tuning in to our second part of our travel tips. We hope that you guys had as much fun as we did. And let us know what you think on our social channels, where you can also find photos of our adventures from around the world, interesting articles, and more. Also, if you're newer to our podcast, we don't just talk about topical things and jumping in glass. We also talk about a lot of (laughs) destinations. Um, So check out some of our older podcasts. We talk about Italy, Taiwan, and of course, France, just to name a few. Meet Us in Paris is a University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education Production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge, or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye. 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 Okay, hang on for one second. <laughs>